Hey Ed, hey Aaron, this is Zip from uh, NRQ, and I have a pretty random question. It's kind of on my mind because of the uh, the MJ documentary series. It's coming out soon. Who do you think would win in a fist fight now, today? Bill Lambeer or Michael Jordan? Listening to Stick Your Tape with Ed and Aaron. What up? There it is. There it is. And here we are. Here we are again. And you're in your home and I'm in my home. We're in, what's this, week three or week four? I don't know, man. It's all blended together. It's just yeah, it's gonna be a week. it could be week one, really. It really feels that way. It could be like, oh, this is last week. We were at this this week ago. We was out here, you know, thotting it up in the streets and shit. Now we at our house. <laughs> I'm a long ways away from any thought action. I mean, I think we all are. I mean, I I am for sure. Uh I am spoken for. Yeah. But still, I mean, like, like, I don't even feel like I, like, when this is all said and done and I finally get to go outside again, like, I'm not, like, I'm going to be emerging, like, you know, like a human being in the planet of the apes. Like, I just don't even know if I can trust anybody, you know? It's like, you're going to be out there and people are just going to be going back to their normal lives. And I'm like, I, I I remember when I when this first pandemic came through and I remember being at the gym and I saw a guy walk into the to the locker room and he just didn't even bother to wash his hands. He didn't even look towards the sinks to wash his hands. He wasn't even concerned at all about washing his hands. And I'm like, dude, I know you're normally nasty. But we are in crisis times right now. Like you need to be overtly clean and hygienic. Yeah. And yeah, I know that the gym people, where I think there's like a film of ball sweat on everything. And I know people are dying to go back to normalcy and they are hungry just to get that piece of their lives back. But I really don't think that the hygienics of this all is going to stick with a lot of people. I really don't. I have no faith in it whatsoever. I think people are going to go immediately back to their old, disgusting, and decrepit ways. And that's the thing. I don't think that people should go back to normal because normally we were gross. I think now, and I say we collectively, I don't think I was gross, but I said we, as in we, some of us didn't wash our, didn't wash below our legs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, don't we put, don't back put me in, don't put me in that group. Don't you I'm dare either. in that group. I'm not in either. I'm not in either. I mean you I you I can say, I hope I I think you wash your legs. I've been washing my legs, but there's some people that just thought there was just some like it was like finding new land for some people. Like, wait, you why you put a sponge below your knees? How does that work? 
So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I've been there. Yeah. I, don't, I know people haven't been there. So I'm saying, like, I don't think it should be back to normal. I think that we should know now, you know, we should wash our hands. Or the fact that everyone was buying tubs of hand sanitizers. Like, I never, I didn't have to go run and buy hand sanitizer because I already had some. But at the same time, because it's like, because I'm sanitary. So the fact that y'all like that people are just buying it like by the tubs, also you're telling on yourselves. Like that's the thing about this thing that happened. A lot of people are telling themselves when they what they did they were doing. Like you're out there buying like tons of toilet paper. It's like what did you do before? Use your hand? Like I don't. You, that's disgusting. I'm just saying, like what happened that you had to go buy all the toilet paper? Because by the way, the grocery stores haven't closed at all. They're still wide open. You could have gotten this at any time. And they're still, fairly, they're still fairly well stocked, too. Like, I haven't come across any grocery stores in the past two weeks or so where they've been depleted. Right. So a lot of people talk about themselves at the beginning of this thing. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you wore real clothes? Oh, uh, real clothes? Yeah. Um, man. Like, uh, I went out to get some, like, to find real clothes. Like, not like not clothes that you sleep in. Oh yeah, I think I went to the grocery store about a week ago. So it's been about a week. Yeah, it's been a lot longer for me, dude. For real? How long has it been for you? It's been maybe like. I don't know, a month maybe. Shit. I mean, a whole month. What am I gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you gotta no. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't used cologne in about a month. Like, oh, big deal, dude. My, cologne. You I'm use saying, cologne. Yeah, I'm saying. No, I'm saying <laughs> like because like <laughs> I, I'm saying we have. We have levels to what to how I move and how you move clearly because you said you haven't put on clothes and real clothes in like a month. I said a week, so that tells me that you have gone out in your sleeping clothes to go and do run errands, which I don't really do. So we move a little different in that sense. I'm saying that there's some things that there are also levels to what I'm doing and what you're doing because I don't. I haven't, I haven't used cologne in a month like that. Follows destiny. You sound a little judgmental over there. You sound like you 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 talking I'm not like you, I'm you're just saying facts, bro. Something like that. No, because you're trying to no, because you were trying to flip down me saying I oh, oh cologne. And it's like, yeah, because we move different. You got a problem that's with all, the way that's, I, all, that's all I'm saying. You got a problem with the way I'm I problem. I'm saying facts. It's all facts. This is just facts I'm saying over here. You can take how you want to take it. You know, I'm sick of you, man. Hey, whatever, man. Um <laughs> uh let's talk real quick about uh, the voicemail that we got from our buddy Zip over at No Redeeming Qualities. Who wins in a right. fight? Who wins in a fight right now? Michael Jordan or Bill Lambeer? Right now? Today. Today. Today, in the year 2020. When they got a square, like, they meet at, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, um, like uh, some kind of press conference, not press conference, but like a um, premiere for the Jordan documentary, right? Like bro, they're both invited. They're both meeting up and they decide in the middle of the lobby of the movie theater, they're going to shoot the fair one. 
just for old time's sake, who comes out the victor? Uh, like I know if I got to go by weight classes and everything like that, I'll probably give it to Lane Beer, but I got to pick Jordan on that one, dog. Yeah, me too. And I'll give you I gotta, one I gotta pick Jordan. I'll give you my reason and you give me your reason. My reason okay. is because I, I, have you seen a picture of Bill Lambeer lately? He's swollen. He's swollen and he has a massive head. Yeah. He has an enormous, enormous head, a lot of surface area on that head. A lot of yeah. it, I, I say it's <laughs> very difficult to to miss if you even just give a remote swing toward Bill Lambeer's head, you're going to connect with something. And so I got to give Jordan the advantage there because of how coordinated and skilled he is as an athlete. I got to say, if he just throws one or two punches towards Bill Lambeer's dome, he's going to connect with something. Yeah, there's not a lot lot to miss there. Right. Okay. Yes, I I see that. I see that. Um, From what I... My point is, is Lane Beer was a part of the bad boys. I think people would want to jump to Jordan. I'm not jumping to Jordan right away. I'm just saying because of how I know about Jordan, I know about Lane Beer. Now, I'm not saying Lane Beer is going to be just a pushover. Um, but no. I mean, yeah, because Lane Beer was, was one of the bad boys. However, Lane Beer's toughness came from Rick Mahorn. And people don't really like know about that that much. Like without Rick Mahorn, they'd be Bill and B wouldn't be what he was. That's fact. You know what I'm saying? That's so what I'm saying. Fact. So it's like, so like Michael Jordan's been Michael Jordan. No one taught Michael Jordan to be Michael Jordan. He's just been that fucking killer instinct dude from jump. So I can't. So like, if you want to put someone who's new to this or someone who's true to this, I'm picking the dad that dude every time. So it's gonna. So I think the image is gonna be that number one. Number two, Lane Beer caught some L's like on the court when he, even when he was in his younger days, like he took some, he took some shots from people all the time because he was like an agitator. Mm-hmm. So he took, he took some shots like, because I think people don't even realize one of the toughest dudes to me in the, in the NBA at the time was Robert Parrish. Ooh. Robert Parrish. Because like, People forgot that time that like Bill and Beer tried to fuck Robert Parrish. Robert <laughs> Parrish in that tomahawk shop and fucking dropped him on the fetal position in the core on the floor because and that, and that shit said something to me because when Bill when when Charles Barkley pushed Bill and Beer that was a that was a fight. When Michael Jordan pushed Bill and Beer that was a fight. When Robert Parrish fucking cried fucking forearm shot Bill and Beer in his, in his face, nigga, no one did nothing. <laughs> Parrish it over him, no one did shit. None of the Pistons did shit. Everyone just kind of stood around like, what the fuck do we do now? Like, no one's going to run up on Robert Parrish. People forget that he doesn't have to be fucked with. That's a solid point. That's a solid point. So we both got Jordan going over. Yeah. Yeah. And I also have to to mention Robert Parrish, too, because people forget. Like, he wouldn't want to fuck with, man. No. No. I I generally don't want to fuck with anybody with the name Parrish in their name. They tend to use his name is Chief. They call him Chief. Yeah, they call him Chief. They call him Chief. You don't just, you don't just, you don't, they don't just hand that nickname out to anybody. They don't. They do not. Like the dude, he was like, he was at one, he he played in the league. 
He played in that league, that rough and tumble league where like suplexes were legal. Mm-hmm. And he's got power driver driving down the lane. He played for 21 years. Yo, okay. How about this? So I know I talked to you and young Corona about redoing our all NBA jam draft. What uh-huh. if, what if instead of doing that, we did like a 32 man tournament of like street fight tournament. Uh, basketball players. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> I think that'd that's a more. I think that's more like we could set it up like full on like Mortal Kombat style. We take two fighters. <laughs> we take two fighters. No, we each give them a weapon and then we, we put it in a neutral, like an arena, like a setting. Like we give them like a street or like a bar or like a, a, a like another dimension. You know what I'm saying? Like full on like Mortal Kombat. And we all have to decide who would come out the, the winner and then they would advance in the next round. Right now, I picture in my mind like you know how they have Mortal Kombat, how they that the, like the the live caption. I picture them just yeah. like like a picture of like just the players in the basketball shorts live caption, just fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like Shaq Fu, but way better. Yeah, yeah. All right, sweet. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that when we when we're allowed to be near each other again. We're gonna set that up. Yeah, the bracket just thirty two man. Cause we can yeah. go with go like we can go deep in that too. Cause like you get, you get like oh. Charles Oakley, um, yes, Dennis Rodman, Rick Mahorn, yes. Anthony yes. Mason, uh, yes. Ain't Beard, Jordan Maxwell. Yeah, dude. Like, man, we can go deep in that, bro. Dude, that would be so. All right, we're gonna do that. We're setting that up. We're doing that. It's so much fun. Hey, um, we gotta talk about the God Brian Dennehy, who passed away this week at the age of eighty-one. Man. The, thing, he, the dude's been in everything. Like, in everything. Dude, he's got a hundred, one hundred and eighty-three credits to his name as an actor. Jesus, and he's still got movies that are coming out that that aren't done yet. Like they're still in post-production and pre-production. God damn! I know. Um, he passed away from cardiac arrest due to sepsis. Um, and he was living in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, some of the, some of the classics that he was in was Tommy boy, presumed innocence, first blood cocoon and the belly of an architect. Plus like every TV show that you've ever watched ever. Law and order SVU. Law, lot and order. He was on... 30 Rock. Um, she was, really he was in that. Uh, huh? We can have a whole show where we just read his credits and it'll take the whole hour. It really would. Yeah. Cause you have, you have to like stop and, and, uh, and be like, oh shit. Um, but yeah, oh. he, played, he played Bobby Knight. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I, which I don't know how, like, Cause that's uh, uh, that has to be either the hard role to play or the easy role to play. Cause they can either you can try to you can try to like nuance it, or you can just put on like a white wig and, just, and a red sweater and just scream at everything. So I don't know, and just throw a chair like every five minutes. I think those are my two takes. I don't think Bobby Knight. I don't think Bobby Knight was that deep of a person. So you're probably right. He <laughs> probably just put on the wig and was just like yeah. <laughs> Um, they had like, they had like, a, they had like a massive chair budget. 
Yeah, he's just like, I don't want to get. I don't like the way that chair spun the way it came out of my hands like that. Can I do that again? But try. I flip my wrist this time when I when I throw it. I kind of slide. Yeah. I flip the wrist. I think I really got it down this time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna this is the one. This is the one. This is it. I Let's got go it. back. From the top, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, rest in peace to him, man. We all yeah. we we lost a real one. The Hollywood industry lost a real one. Yeah, definitely did. Definitely did. I'm sure it could have put in like he's probably could have done like maybe 80 more movies. Probably really felt like it. Like probably. he could have racked up 200 credits before he was he, done. He really I, I really yeah. Uh, we lost somebody else, another legend in the game, Howard Finkel. We lost Howard Finkel, WWE Hall of Famer, ring announcer, passed away at the age of 69. Fink. Nice. The Fink. The Fink. Um, I mean, he was there. When you talk about where were you when, uh, the Fink was there. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Fink was there when uh, he who shall not be named slammed Andre the Giant. Yep. Uh, the Fink was there when the Macho Man Randy Savage and um, uh, fucking uh, <laughs> Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth. Yes, goddamn! Why did I think of her name? Uh, know, when they got when they got when they got reunited, he was yeah. there. Um, yeah, I mean the Fink was doing he was doing a lot of things up until the very end. He he got a couple WrestleMania appearances. He uh, announced CM Punk. At one event, yeah, um, he actually did a wedding. Uh, one of the performers, his name is Kurt Hawkins. He, uh, the Fink came and like announced. Uh, <laughs> you know, do you know how everybody comes out yeah. like the bride and the groom, like the the groomsmen and brides bridesmaids stuff like that. Right. He announced them on the way into the reception. Like, how fucking cool is that? That's the dopest shit. I will, I will, I will I like that now. I'm not even arresting. I like, I like that two date. I know that would be a flex. Yeah, like that kid. I mean, he was iconic with that uh, cul-de-sac and mustache, like in the stripes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you just, you just knew what it was when you saw him in there, and like, and knew like that's, man. Gotcha. Yeah, and not to be overlooked, one of the very few people in the biz- in the business of wrestling that no one has anything bad to say about. Or is not problematic in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> like that's that's pretty exceptional in that industry. Yeah, man, that's a legend. Uh, yeah, shout out to the legend, man. Shout out to the god. Uh, so, continuing with WWE news, not a good week. For the WWE. Not a good one, dog. They've released, I think, a record number of talent and backstage producers and writers this week. Um, I've I personally don't know of a time where they've released more people at one time. Um, especially some people who are like quite popular, some of their best talent. Yeah. Um, this is obviously in, in response to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, but they released, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 
20, 21 on air talent among, and, and of, like, I think seven or eight producers, and I think one writer lost their job too. Um, so they believe that the cuts will save about $4 million monthly and improve cash flow by $140 million um, due to pause construction funding. So yeah, cost-saving cost measures taken by WWE Ooh. in a, amongst a pretty big layoff. I think it's kind of like, it sucks, man. Like I saw a couple of responses from some of the talent most notably, Drake Maverick, he put out a video where he was very upset yeah. and was unsure about whether like what his future is going to be. Now, a lot of these guys and girls came from the indie scene. So the transition back to the indie scene won't be too difficult, but nobody's really doing anything right now. Like even in Japan, like there's no live shows being being done. There's no events being done. There's no signings that they can do there's nobody's taking bookings anywhere so this isn't like getting cut and then having a 90 day no compete where you can't go on tv for a while this is getting cut and then you got like very little next to zero if at all life skills in order to just go and get you know a pickup job somewhere and they're not they're not all those either right now either so yeah there's, there's nothing going on. Yeah, we all we all unemployed. We all broke out here in these streets, man. Yeah, man. Like, I just like some of these names on here. I can't believe they let go. I can't believe they let go of Mike Kyoto. Mike Shield. Senior referee Mike Kyoto. Man, I, when I saw that name, like literally, I like I saw like I saw Krangle, and I was like, damn, they let Krangle go. Mm-hmm. I saw Russo, I was like, damn, they let Russo go. I saw Mike Shield, I was like, Mike Shield. <laughs> yeah. They let Mike Kyoto go. They let Zack Ryder go, which, I mean, you want to talk about a guy. Zack Ryder is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, full stop. Because he did it in his own way in terms of, like, getting over and getting popular with the fans. Um, he, op- he did his YouTube show. It got extremely popular. They were chanting his name. There was a point where at a lot, at a, at a, I think it was a Raw, it was either a Raw or SmackDown, where The Rock was standing in the middle of the ring. The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, was standing in the middle of the ring in front of a sold-out arena, and the entire arena was chanting for Zack Ryder. Wow. That's how popular Ryder was. And they never really gave him the the full-on, um, you know, that's your, that's your boy superstar Vince. status. That's your boy Vince, though. Vince been doing that shit all the time. Like, he just, he's, he's worried about who he wants to push, though. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, he'll... He'll push. He wants to push, and it's kind of, It's almost like there's some there's some acts that are that become successful just because he heck, he can't deny them anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. kind of that kind of was Stone Cold in a sense because they didn't know what to do with him for a yeah. while. Then he just kind of did his own thing, and he and, and and people just got behind him so much that you couldn't ignore it anymore. Um, like so, Rusev, Rusev was like that too. Like Rusev got really over for a long time. Um, and they never put him into the main event scene. Um, you know, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, they came over from Japan. Like they were a part of the bullet club and the bullet club, like their merchandise, like you would go to the WWE event and you might see more 
bullet club or bullet club related t-shirts in the crowd than than wwe shirts like it was so popular and they came over and they didn't do anything with them like it was just it's just like it's really it's really tough to see all these really talented people get cut from a company where they could have made a lot more money than they made and been a lot bigger bigger deal but that's the wwe for you man. i don't get what they do half the time because it's like i mean when you hear stories from like a lot of other people like i think you saw that thing um dark side of the ring with chris benoit and it kind of alluded to it too when talking about eddie guerrero and chris jericho and chris benoit because he, he wanted to push over like the big wrestlers and you had these really talented guys on your roster you just don't do anything with them and kind of just sit there you don't really mm-hmm. push them until you have no choice but to push them and it's almost like they have to like make their own way mm-hmm. to get that push because it's like if you would just get behind them and jump and see what they're about, they, they want to do all this stuff. You know what I mean? It's like I think also you'd be more successful if you did it that way. But it's like it's this thing where he just has to control the creative property or everything. It has to be my way or the highway. And it's just like a lot of times it's the highway because the thing is like a lot of successes that they have are I would say they're more in spite of him than because of him in a sense. Mm. And it's weird, like, because, I mean, everyone talks about how successful he is, but I'm just like, the biggest things that you put out there have not been because of you. They've been in spite of you. Like, you've been working against these acts that go over, and then they go over you to benefit. It's very strange to watch. It's like watching someone actively try to fail, and because, <laughs> because then you're trying to fail succeeds, it's like, I get the credit for trying to crush this thing. It's so, it's... The yeah. WWE, like as, as a business model, is just the strangest thing to watch operate. Yeah, yeah. I think the most recent example of that is the rise of Daniel Bryan and his success. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. Like it is what it is. Like I haven't been watching. I can't watch empty arena wrestling. Like it just, it's just not. It's not the same. That is like I also have the AEW there too. So I think that it's. I think with that happening, and then you have like an up and coming um, competition there. I think this has, that makes us more interesting that these things happen in WWE. It does because it's like it because does. I think what, I remember when they bought out WCW and ECW, they ever thought like you know that's just a monopoly. They got everything, and then it's like other names pop up, and especially like in this in this climate with what's going on, it's like. I, I, I see a lot of those people could probably get signed to AEW, and a few of them, a few of them might. I think um, a couple will probably go over to Japan. Yeah, that's it. Because um, Japan is Japan is like New Japan is very very popular here in America now, like more popular than it ever has been in in the past. And there's a lot of great talent over there. I mean, probably some of the best talent in the world is is still in Japan. And if you want to go like raise your value you can still go to japan and do that i mean it worked for aj styles it worked for kenny omega worked for the young mm-hmm. bucks worked for uh you know finn balor even for gallows and anderson i mean these are guys that you know cut their teeth in japan and then when it came time to sign the big contract they were able to do so over here so we'll see what happens man it's going to be an interesting couple of months you know but like i said nobody's doing anything right now and i don't think anybody's going to be really dropping any serious um contract money when the future is so uncertain yeah but uh hey let me ask you this though uh how you paying your rent 
right now? Would you, would you, would you suck your landlord's dick in order to keep from paying your rent? Um, ask me that. Like taking a long time. Ask me that like a, ask me that a couple of months. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say no right now. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say no. Because I, mean, I, I think, oh yeah, my mom. I still love my mom. So yeah, no. It's a strong no on that dog. Strong no on that dog. Okay. Yeah, I have to think. I have to wait my eyes. Apparently, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, apparently though, um, a lot of landlords out there are allegedly asking for sex from tenants who can't afford to pay their rent right now. Um, one woman was unable to pay her April first rent after losing her income due to the Corona crisis, and she texted a prospective landlord inquiring about a more affordable property. He responded with a dick pic. Another newly unemployed woman said that she asked her landlord if she could pay her April rent once she had work again. And he replied, telling her that she could come over and spoon him instead. Spoon. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. sad. It's, it's wrong. It's at the same time. I just want you to hold me. I, I, he's going to be a little spoon. He's going to yeah. be a little spoon. It sounded yeah, like it. He's, yeah, he asked for the spooning, so he'd be losing, I guess, if you're asking for that. Yeah. 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 Uh, these are just two of the 10 complaints of sexual harassment by landlords filed within the Hawaii State Commission on the status of women since the COVID-19 outbreak began. This is all from BuzzFeed. Um, 10 complaints in the state of Hawaii, or I should say 10 complaints filed to the state of Hawaii. Um. I mean, that's just that's just one place, yeah. you know, and that's, just, yeah. that's all that's been reported. I can't imagine that this is only happening in Hawaii. This is probably happening a lot of places. I wonder, I wonder if uh, I'm not. Surprised. Go ahead. I said, I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. If you give dudes a little bit of power and then you, um, you know, you give those same dudes, uh, like if you ask them for a favor, I, I can't imagine that they don't respond with some sort of way to get their dick wet. I've always thought like it's kind of, I always thought like whenever someone has to use like power to like get their dick wet, I just because this is a lot about you though. You know what I'm saying? Like I never, like I think like hey. I've never had to lord something over someone to like. You know, get it to get to get in the to get in the skins. You know what I mean? Like I've never had to do that. You're just saying like, oh, if you do this, then like, if, if you do, I do this. If you do, it's like I would want you to want it. You know what I'm saying? I want to like to have you do this in exchange for it. You know what I mean? Like you have to want it too. It's like this is a lot about you. Like if you do it's like you're what a fucking loser you are to say like to to make to to lord in this current in, in this crisis of a time. The only way you can get your dick wet is if she's literally on her last her last leg. She had nothing else to give you. But isn't this like this is a tale of old as old as time? Like, wasn't isn't this the the plot line for Indecent Proposal? I believe so. Something similar to this, yeah. But like, still, it's just it's just like even because even now I was like, what a fucking loser that guy was. Like, if you if because even Indecent Proposal, it's like you 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 have a million dollars. And you have to sleep with 
Demi Moore. Like, and no, no, I'm not going to Demi Moore. I'm not paying a million dollars for that. Like, if I have a million dollars, I can finesse somewhere else. I don't have to buy any woman for a million dollars. This is crazy. It's, it's, yeah, but if you got multi, if you got multi millions though, a million dollars really is really a principle. It's a principle though. It's a principle though. Like I'm not out there. No, like anyone who's believing in himself, even little vision, to pay a million dollars to sleep with anybody. Like that's crazy. That's insane. And it's sad. It's such a sad move. No, it's it's crazy. But I mean, it's not unoriginal. Like yeah, it's not <laughs> unoriginal. like ever. This is going to happen forever. As long as people have financial tough times but they also have a pretty mouth there's gonna be the there's gonna be the opportunity for them to have some sort of sexual trade-off it's always gonna happen i'm not mad i'm like if if someone wants to like lean into that and do that like if, if if that's a person's goal like if they want to if they if they want to use like sex to get um benefits or whatever, that's that's what you want to do. I'm saying from my perspective, to say like I have like don't let them get you to sleep with me is I pay you this. That looks that makes me that makes me look sad. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you saying that it's just the thing that happens forever. It's gonna keep happening. And I can't stop the happening. I'm just saying like if that's the only way you can get laid, like yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. It's like, yo, is this the only thing you got? Like that's all you can do is just pay for this shit. For the record, Brian Dennehy was not in indecent proposal. I'm sure he probably got approached for it though. Like I'm just saying, because he he might have been busy. He might be like, I got four of the shoots to do right now. I can't. I can't. That'd be five movies. I can't do it. Stretch it thin. Like a cab driver or something. <laughs> where you go? Where two? Like that's the only line. You get like three hundred thousand dollars for that one line. Where two? And you watch it like oh, that's yeah. Brian Dennehy. He he driving a cab. <laughs> yeah it's pretty um i mean i can't i can't understand i can't understand like why you would throw the if you're a landlord and your tenant is coming to you saying like hey i can't pay my rent this month like why are you throwing your dick out like that's so beyond illegal and you're definitely going to get reprimanded for it and you're definitely going to have to come out of your pocket with some money for a, a suit and you're going to be able to you're going to lose your property like i just it's just not worth it this is not worth it. People have zero chill, man. And like, oh, they're also just. Pornhub premium is free right now. There's free Pornhub premium. You don't even have to use a credit card. You just got to sign up and they're just give, they're giving it away. <laughs> they're giving it away to you. And this is what you got to do <laughs> in order to get your, your willies off, man. I think it may be a power thing too. Like, like you said, you say it's tales all the time. Maybe it's a power thing too. I, I, I don't understand it. I can't get behind it. I mean, but like you said, it's something that we, we, we've seen it and it's going to keep happening too. Um, I really don't understand it though. It's like, it's wrong. For, it's beyond, beyond the um, obvious moral aspects of it. It's just wrong for so many levels. Like I know we didn't, I didn't, I didn't skate. I didn't talk about the fact of how wrong it is. From a moral standpoint, I think we already know that. So I'm, I don't have to harp on that part of it. I think that if you're listening, you should know why it's wrong, obviously. But on top of this, this is all on top of that. I'm saying, like, why are you using this thing? Like, you're using this thing not only to your ownership of someone's property, not just to 
financial stuff, but you're also using it to get laid. And that to me is just weird and sad. And I don't know. I, I, I do pose this question though. Like, let's say that um, a landlord does that, right? To a tenant, to a female tenant. Let's say that female tenant takes him up on that offer to keep his, um, to uh, keep the uh, thing open a month. And let's say she tests positive for COVID-19. Who's more wrong there? Ooh. And she knew that before she even Ooh. engaged him. Who's more wrong there? Ooh. Interesting. I think you just came up with the uh, the plot for Indecent Proposal 2. Uh, I mean, call me. Warner Brothers, whoever produced that movie, hit me up. <laughs> That's a good that's a good movie right there, man. Like I oh oh wait, isn't that a isn't that a movie right now where a girl takes out revenge on guys that try to take advantage of her? That's a movie that's supposed to be that was supposed to come out. Is it? I forget what it was called. Yeah. It was like she would pretend to be drunk and then she would she would get the guy to go home with her or take her home. And then like as he's trying to make his move onto her, like she would like snap out of it, like snap out of her act, and then like she would like slice him up. Oh shit. Yeah. Eek. It looked pretty crazy. Eek. But I don't think it, I don't think it came out. Same. But yeah, let's uh write a treatment on that and then we'll go shop it out to Hollywood. I mean yeah. I think I, I think it'd be great. I think I, I think we we could at least make lifetime. At least lifetime. You know what else would be a good movie? Or at least an interesting movie? What's that? is if um, you get a guy who is infected with the virus, right? But he commits a crime, uh-huh. but he gets, and then he gets locked up into a prison and he ends up giving all the prisoners the virus. Man, that does sound crazy, man. That's, that's a crazy ass movie. It's, it sounds crazy, yeah. except it's not crazy and it's happening in Florida. Of course. Of course it's fucking Florida. <laughs> of course. It, where else would it be? A fucking forest give. Germany. Either Germany or Florida. I mean, I feel like Germany's like a little... I feel like, I feel like Germany's doing better than Florida these days. Like, if we're going by, by, by like the last yeah. 20 years, I would say like Germany. Like, I mean, I know, so I know totally if we're going like all-time statistics, Germany's probably still worse I'm saying if we're going by like a case of like the last 20 years, mm, e, I don't know. <laughs> this is toss up. <laughs> At least four inmates have died in Florida prisons. Um, nearly one in three inmate tests are coming back positive, and there's little information on exactly who's being tested and when. The first inmate deaths weren't acknowledged by the Florida Department of Corrections for six days and only after a news organization revealed them. Statewide, 63 staffers have come down with the virus, many of them in state prisons run by private contractors. At a time when millions are losing their jobs nationwide, the Department of Corrections announced this week that it was lowering the minimum age to be a corrections officer and offering $1,000 bonuses for new recruits. Yo, imagine if you had a family member who was locked up and they had the virus or they passed away from the virus and nobody told you about it until you found out on the news. 
that's that sounds uh that sounds gut wrenching, man. That'd be gut wrenching. I mean, that's that's the way that it is now because when you're a prisoner now, you're not even seen as human, right? That's I mean, and and that's the thing. That's issues with coming up with a lot of prisons because you know there are because everyone's on top of shit in prison. So when someone gets infected, then it can get spread like wildfire in the prison. So like a lot of places, even in Houston, has had issues where they're like letting people go or releasing like nonviolent offenders or setting bonds really low. And this has been an issue of debate. And you know, and I I get how people who want offenders to do their time or a certain type for the crimes. But he also does people have to understand it's like when they're in that in in that prison system, it's just a matter of time before they get infected because the way things are. So they have so in order to like social distance them, we have to let them out. And if you're going against that, you have to I mean at what point are they not human to you? Like that, like that, like what you just said, it's like if you're leaving them in their situation where you know they can get affected, like you're leaving knowing that their life is at risk. And you're just okay with that. So it's kind of like you just kind of you kind of shifting away their humanity at that point. It's ironic because the prison system, you're already so self-quarantined. I mean, you're doing 23 and one, and they don't they don't give you this the same level of respect just on a basic human level. You know what I mean? Like it, <sighs> They don't they don't treat you like you're also affected by this pandemic. They treat you like you're an isolated bubble and that what they say goes and like you're in those walls. So you have to abide by their rules, even though the rules on the outside apply to everybody. Right. You know, like the, the 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 guidelines in place for free citizens also should be in place for incarcerated people. Right. But. But because there's nobody going in or out there on a daily basis, checking in on the place, making sure that things are on the up and up because nobody cares. Yeah. Um, there's no way to there's no way to to see that, you know, people aren't being treated properly. It's I mean, it's it's like just the statistics on the testing in Florida. They have about ninety five thousand inmates in Florida at the time that article was written. Only 310 um, inmates have been tested. That is 0.3% of their inmate population has been tested for, for COVID-19. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, get- you would think that it would be one of the you think it would be one of the easier places to test, you know, in a prison because you have everybody right there. You know, you just I mean, uh, I say this as a layman. I don't know enough about this to really speak on it mm-hmm. i just the optics of it all from an outsider's perspective everything just looks really bad i mean if you want to know how infections um like can spread like do one times two and then just keep hitting like times two times two times two on your calculator you just keep doing that mm-hmm. and that just shows you how it can spread and that's just times two because literally one person could infect maybe like five people. Like it just it the 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 way that these things spread is exponentially. So one can turn to four, can turn to eight, can turn, and it can happen just so fast. Especially in a prison, like we have a, people all like packed together like that. It's kind of like 
it's kind of like what you see in New York. There's not like a prison there, but yeah. like the way that they're packed, they're not even packed like a prison. But, but they're all they're all still very condensed together though. So it's like when you have people like yeah. in that common area, you see a spread reminiscent to that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that's why they're letting people out. That's why they're letting really the little bonds because it's like if you have everyone in prison like getting infected, then that's just what's like you can't you can't avoid it. I mean, yeah, if you're a prisoner, if you're a prisoner and you get sick in Florida, it's one of the worst places to to get sick. Um, for for reference, California has the biggest prison system in, in the United States, and they spend roughly eighteen thousand dollars per inmate on health services, just on health services. Mm-hmm. Florida, which has the third most populous prison system, spends $4,700 per, per inmate. So you got 18000 for the biggest population on health services versus $4,700 for the third yeah. largest prison. prison. That's, the, that's the disparity between the two places. Of that, a lot of the, so the, moral, the moral of the story is if you're going to do crime, do it in California. <laughs> Uh, just head on out yeah, west. I mean, the weather's nicer for sure. Definitely the weather, nicer. The weather's, way, the weather's way better than the Florida. Um, like, yeah. Um, on top of, like I was saying, on top of that, a lot of the Florida prisons are privately owned. So that probably mm-hmm. also leads to that also may lead to the fact those to why they spend so little, you know, because a lot of this prison profit are out there. But I mean. At the same time, it's like you have a city, you have a, you have a state with the eighth most cases of COVID-19 opening, o- opening the beaches again. And I mean, look, I don't, can we, can we just, like, do we, do we, do we need Florida anymore, y'all? Like, I mean, it's, because I think. I told you, man, we got to keep look, Miami the, Beach. The, like, look, when I call it the horse, when I call we it the horse, skin, I think the weather even, like, the weather in Florida even like leans to that comparison of it being foreskin. It's just swampy and it's gross and it's always moist. It's, it's it smells weird. Like it's it's the foreskin of our nation. Like we can just circumcise it. We can just circumcise Florida. I think our state will look it will look better. You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't add, it doesn't add size to our state that much. It's like we can just we don't have to we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. I want to keep Miami Beach, and that's the hill I'll die I on. Mean, Everything else. you're doing a lot for that forest game, man. I want to keep yeah. Miami. I want to keep Miami, man. Yeah, I want to keep Miami. Just, doesn't want it. It's like they think that you just think that forest is doing something. It's like it's not, man. You just let it go. You just let it go. It provides more sensitivity. Yeah, that's an illusion. It's an illusion, man. It's not it's an illusion, man. It's a fact. And well, what, what, what the cost? What's the cost? Like you get. The smegma that is for that are, that are Floridians. That's what you get <laughs> for it. That's disgusting. So is Florida. Disgusting. All right. Hey, uh, do you have an education? I have an education this week. week. Um, education this week is in light of what I'm seeing on TV. I'm seeing a lot of protests about people that are comparing the stay at home orders to 
fascism. And they're saying that these are Nazi home orders. They're saying that we're taking people's rights because we don't want them out in the streets. Um, I'm seeing it in Michigan, which is probably like, I think the fifth highest place of COVID-19. I'm seeing these things in California, which is I think the sixth highest place with COVID-19 cases. And I'm seeing it, and, and Florida has never given a fuck about it and opened the breaches against um, this, this weekend. And they're the eighth highest place in COVID-19. So I'm saying, I think people are worried about pandemics and um, terrorist attacks and things like that that are going to wipe out the human race. And especially in these times, you can be worried about uh, these kind of things that could wipe out the human race. But in light of what I'm saying, the biggest threat to our human race is our own stupidity. So if that being said, please, Educate yourselves on these matters. If you have a stance on something, learn about what you're what you're talking about. Like, don't call this isn't like these homeowners aren't aren't. It's not taking your rights. It's trying to keep you safe. There's a there is a there is a pathogen that infects people um, exponentially. And people talk about herd immunity, and and the thing is like there's so many problems with that logic because we don't know if people are actually immune after the fact number one number two and when you affect everyone like the death toll is just gonna go through the roof they're gonna die from that when you do that that's why that shit won't work so i'm tired of hearing about that too the herd immunity line like it's so stupid like there's some people that you're gonna put at risk with doing that so i'm saying like just educate yourselves and don't look at sites that, that just and look at sites that are going to actually challenge what you're thinking. Don't look at sites that to reaffirm what you're saying because anyone can do that. Just stop being so fucking stupid, please, for everyone's sake. Because now we have to depend. I have to depend on you to not be a dumbass. So please don't be a dumbass for my sake, for your neighbor's sake, for everyone around you's sake. Don't be a fucking dummy. Read about what the fuck is going on. And don't just like lean into whatever you've been leaning into. Like just educate yourself on the facts and stop doing what makes you comfortable or what you feel is right because what you feel is right may actually be up in books wrong. Oh, God damn it. Breathe. It's just frustrating, breathe. man. It's like, it's not just like, I, I think young, young Corner said this that uh, thing saying that like I have to depend on other people for my own well-being. I'm like, that is really disturbing because a lot of y'all don't, a lot of y'all just talk dumb shit because you think it feels right. And it's like, you have nothing to back it up. You don't, you don't research anything. You just go and just think like, because this feels okay, then that's the way to go about shit. And it's like, no, this is like, you're putting people at risk with your stupidity. Like we're going to dumb ourselves to death. <laughs> like we're really stupid. We're, we're really dumbing ourselves to death. Like we're just really out here just going to church because um, I'm covering the blood of Jesus. Like, oh my God, like I just want, uh, it's like, yeah, you're going to go. It's like, huh? Think about how crazy that sounds just like out of context. Like you're going to get sick. No, I'm not covered in the blood of Jesus. Who is Jesus? <laughs> what have you done with them? Where? It's like, you got to go see him really soon with that lot of thinking. He's gonna he's gonna look at you. It's like, yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> why why are you here? As, I, I'm I'm sure that like a lot of a lot of people are doing that shit 
and they're and they're going to end up like God forbid some habits to them. He's going to be at the gates like, why are you here? Like I want I, bet, I want their backlogged right now. It's like yeah, we got some people coming in here right now. Like we have like it might it might be a week before you get into the gates, man. This, this line is this line is crazy. Yeah, the gates of heaven look like yeah, the like, veteran ooh, affairs. Like, yo, like I mean, you call you put an appointment in. You put an appointment in. Like we're we are backed up. We are backed up, yo. <laughs> like we. Yeah, no, I made a reservation about a week ago. I, I saw that. I, I saw that post you did, but that don't really count. I saw that post you did about like being covered in the blood, but that's not. That's a kind of reservation. Like you got to get in the back of line. We had like eight hundred Italians coming yesterday. We had like some like six hundred people from France. We got a bunch of New Yorkers in this line. Like, you got to get to the back, bro. Like, you might, it might be about a week. So just get comfortable. Did you bring a chair? Did you bring a chair? You should have a chair. Let me, let me get you a chair. She might be a while. Yeah. Some light reading material, yeah, like, maybe. Maybe. I got, oh, we got these, we got these um, CDC packets. You can read some of them. Like, you can. That's some real. They, they, I guess you can see what you should have did. Yeah, you yeah. can read that shit. <laughs> Oh man. Um Yeah. I was uh I sent this to my buddy Lou. There was a a graphic that somebody made that shows the year and the movie in which the the movie the year the movie took place. And right now we're like, oh fuck, let me I can't even I can't even pull it up. But I think we're somewhere in between like Blade Runner and uh, something else. Blade Runner. <laughs> but yeah, like the original, right. like the original Blade Runner with uh, with Harrison Ford. But I think that uh, I think I got enough in me, you know, naturally speaking, that I can make it to about Total Recall, which I think takes place in like twenty. 20- 49 i think actually i can't remember i can't remember but anyway i don't know why i brought that up but it was just, think, it just came on my it, mind I think, I think it's because there's a lot of movies dystopian, dystopian um futures <laughs> oh that's why i thought of it but that's why i thought of it have you seen the the photos for dune, dune what dune the movie um, dune like the, dune, one that the came movie out, the coming out or the one where that's already come out no, there's a, there's a, oh, really? no, there's a new one that's coming out. Yeah. But anyway, Dune takes place like mad uh-huh. long into the future. This Dune movie, man, it looks like it's okay. going to be something. So just like be on the lookout. And if it lo- and if it ends up being cool, like we got to find a way to preserve our bodies for the next like 2000 uh, years to the Dune release. At least. Uh... <laughs> Short-term goals. <laughs> short-term yeah. goals. That's all it is. Yeah, Just short-term make goals. Release and then we could talk about that after the fact, but man, because right now, yeah, I could call you shit. Got to make it to do. Got to make it to do. Oh, this is also what I want to talk about. They canceled Comic Con this year. First time in fifty years, man. man. No Comic Con. I would hope so. Like, but what does this mean? What does this mean for for? movies what does this mean for marvel what does this mean for dc what does this mean for 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 blumhouse for all these studios putting out pictures that were supposed to come out in the next next year or two this is when we're supposed to get our trailers this is when we're supposed to get our teasers 
but we're not going to get it this year. I mean, yeah. This year I mean, yeah, sucks. The worst year ever. Like, it might be. It might end up going down as the worst year. Ever. By the time we get out of this, um, and we and we're and we're starting to get back up. They have like a hurricane season supposed to be like out of the, the hurricane season supposed to be like really bad this year. So we're going to get, get out of this in hurricanes, oh. out of that into the election, and the year's over. Like this is already on pace to be just like a sh- oh. like we're already in the shit. It's been shit from jump. Like we had wildfires, World War Three, Kobe dying, pandemic, hurricanes, election. Like this is already like we this is booked to be shit. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody booked the shit. How about this? How about this for a movie? Okay. Guy. Uh, okay. So a hurricane is coming uh-huh. towards this city, right? Guy doesn't evacuate in time. Okay. He's sick. He sneezes into the wind, right? The wind gets picked up by the hurricane and then the hurricane spins around and distributes a virus to an entire population of a city and now the entire city is sick but it's not just a virus it's like a zombie virus so it's the prequel to uh 28 um, days later okay that's cool see that yeah, see yeah, how that happened that's cool like so it's like because one guy didn't one guy didn't take heed and evacuate when he should have, and he so fucked it up have, for everybody. We have 28 days, we have a zombie apocalypse in a hurricane. Wow. Yes. In a di- yeah, you have a zombie apocalypse in addition to wow. a destructive hurricane. Yeah, no, that's wow. I I I'd watch wow. it. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Cool. I'm gonna direct it. I'm cool. gonna write it and I'm gonna My direct God, it. We have that. And I'll let you be. Like we have that, we have these these proposals too. Um, Another proposal. We 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 got something yeah, cooking. We have, we, got, we gonna have like a, we gonna have our production company. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna Stay be good. It's gonna be nice. Hey, uh, State Your Take Productions. Hey, yeah, follow us on uh, stateyourtakeproductions.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at State Your Take. Uh, check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. And uh, we do have a store, but we're not doing anything with that right now. So don't worry about that. Um, What else? Anything else you want to say? Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Um, uh, I'm, we're not getting on TikTok. Yeah, I'm not getting on TikTok, so don't. That's not happening. Um. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, just like, I'm, 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 I'm getting in front of that. Like before, even before we even ask, like, nah, nope, nope, nope. TikTok is TikTok is the most problematic social media platform, I think. Right, it might be more problematic than Twitter. Yeah, to be I honest can't with do you. it. Dog. Like, it's just it really a bunch of people doing other people's things. It's like, uh, no, this isn't fun. This is, it doesn't look remotely fun to me. Maybe because I'm old as fuck. Who knows? I mean, that's fine. It's whatever. I just, I'm just not doing it. And before anyone asks, I'm not going to do it. So, so, you know. A lot of people ruin, ruin their lives on social media, man. And TikTok is just yeah, another right. one. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for, I, 
do you want to do it? Because I'm speaking for me, but like, are you okay? Okay. No, no, I'm on it, but I don't use it. I don't even I'm on it, it, but I don't use it. I'm no, I mean, I see it, I see it on Instagram anyway, so that's fine. The best one to make it to Instagram. <laughs> so, You're not missing out on much, man. All right, bro. I got to go. I got to go to the grocery store. I got to pick up some things. And no, I'm not changing my clothes. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See y'all. Bye. Gamma Gator Productions.